The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. While blow-drying my hair in front of the mirror this morning, I noticed that my hair up forward was getting thin. Seventy or so years ago, someone on the radio said, Hey, Noodles, did you know that your hair is getting thin? And Noodles said, So who wants fat hair? You're likely to remember... You're likely to remember things you heard on the radio 70 years ago because, well, there wasn't all that much of anything else around at the time that was worth remembering 70 years ago. The thin hair thing must have been a standard vaudeville line at one time, just as now people never tire of hearing, You can't get there from here. But I got to thinking how I envied 80-year-old men who worry about losing their hair. If you worry about losing your hair when you're 80 years old, would it not indicate that otherwise you must be in pretty good shape? Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. What a wealth of material there is on your Facebook page. I'm always delighted when I stray onto it. Remember the times we have talked about the many oblique ways of boasting about your affluence, you know, without, without actually coming right out and saying, Hey, I'm rich. The best way to boast of your tremendous income is to complain about your income tax. A close second to that is to whine about how it bugs you that countless millions of lazy people have driven up the national debt to $17 trillion by their dependence on food stamps. Yes, I know. You know countless other ways to say, I'm rich, without coming out and saying I'm rich, but here's one I had never seen before. You can let everyone know you are rich if you mention on your Facebook page that you buy your clothes at second-hand stores. I don't get a new pair of shoes or a nice-looking jacket until some friend about my size dies.
Ghana. Errol Ghana. Playing doodoo-loop, getting on the keys. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. Today is my mother's birthday. She would be a hundred years old today if she lived. Today is Glenn Hall's birthday. Today is David Dave Rose's birthday. My mother liked Ghana, which made me think of her when I just played that tune. Have you ever gone into a Bentley showroom and kicked the tires, you know, pretending that you were seriously considering buying one of these fine machines? Or have you ever gone into an art gallery and spent an hour or two or more with a salesman, you know, pretending to decide which of two N.C. Wyeth paintings you will be taking home that day? There might be a few people who do it, but, you know, most of us would feel like we were making fools of ourselves if we tried to step out of our own skins and pretend to be a bit more economically successful than we really are. As we travel the road of life, as we travel the road of life, most of us accept the fact that there are places we can simply not afford to be. On a boat going down the Rhine, Super Bowl games. I can remember speaking at a humor conference in Anaheim one time and standing outside the gates at Disneyland because it cost $40 or so to get in. Now, you certainly know what I'm talking about here. And this does not distress us because we're comfortable with our station in life. However, if you would be uncomfortable walking into an environment where you have no economic business being, you can understand why I am a bit on edge as we sit here chatting now. A farmer student of mine has invited Marsha and me to join her for dinner tomorrow in a restaurant.
by the beck. Forty-five or so years ago, I used to teach in the same school down Friendship, Maine, as I taught there with Mrs. Burns. And her granddaughter Katie says, You and I have arrived at the same conclusion. It is far more convenient to borrow your neighbor's dog than to own one yourself. May I point out now that many Maine men have come to the same conclusion about wives?
and then Ostad Peterson, Oscar Peterson, playing good things here on The Humble Farmer. You know, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. This is the kind of music that we enjoy hearing here on the coast of Maine. In her infinite wisdom, Mother Nature protects us old folks from ourselves. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Lame knees are Mother Nature's way of telling octogenarians, Hey, if you run, you old fool, you'll have a heart attack and die.
Bicks. A very smart friend of mine said, Presenting bulletproof facts and illuminating inconsistencies can drown a bill right there. Now, my friend was talking about bills in committees up at the legislature in Augusta, up at the State House. Now, I quoted him, and he told me that I quoted his comment out of its original context. Think about this. If you watch political debates on television, you know that every comment that is debated is taken out of context. I heard an angel say, wake up, wake up, your wonderful dreams come true. A newborn feeling had me reeling, I said to myself, where am I? It's all so hazy, may sound crazy, there wasn't a star in the sky. Still I saw stars, I heard a birdie sing, so sweet, so sweet, the moment I fell for you. Years and years ago, I went to a radio convention. Must have been a public radio convention. And I heard a man, this man had worked up at the Blue Hill Station, up in Blue Hill, Maine, and he said, every 15 minutes you want to tell your friend who is listening to you who you are 
and why you're there. So I've tried to remember that, and every 15 minutes I try to remind you that you're listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station, for which I am really grateful. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music every week at this time just for you. For weeks and weeks I've been trying to remember to ask you about Wiley Coyote. Remember Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner? You certainly remember what they were up when they were up and running around 1950-1955. You'll certainly remember that while E. Coyote was always getting blown up with dynamite or getting run over by a train, sometimes while E. Coyote would splatter at high speeds against a mountain wall. Those days, unless you go to YouTube and look at these things, those days are no more. Will you please raise your hand if you think the all-reaching arm of political correctness has overextended its bounds? Nowadays, even the exterminator ads on television show an evil, green-eyed cat marching the cute but handcuffed little cartoon rap friends toward a waiting cartoon van that has bars on the windows. My father got a television set. I think it was around 1955 when my father got his first television set. And in 1955, an exterminator ad would have shown cats blasting away at rats with a shotgun. Boom, 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 you know, and all of this would have been, of course, in very fuzzy color. What has happened to those good old golden days when children were entertained by cartoon animals being crushed ground blown up or shredded. Has America had enough of political correctness? Is this rebellion against political correctness, this urge to bring back the cartoons of yesteryear, one more reason some political candidates were able to draw huge crowds? Thank you. 
mixed. It has been called to my attention how and why living organisms do things that enable them to survive, thrive, and propagate their species. I've been reading a book about genes written by, you can believe this, Richard Dawkins. Now, you know all about genes. You know about these things. So you can understand why I think I could make a case for the reason black dogs wildly slap a deflated volleyball from side to side. Slap, slap, slap. They take it in the mouth and they slap it. Slap, 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 slap. But you'll have to tell me why, given a choice between a fresh bone from the butcher shop and a blue plastic funnel, dogs will eat the blue plastic funnel. by the river listen to your deacon jones paint no sin take off skin dance around in your bones you must all go in that water let me hear your sinful groans take no sin take off skin and dance 
around in your bones. Do what I say right away, wicked sinners, cause this is your judgment day. Come, Mandy Lee, in the river with me. Wash your sins away. Throw away your gin and razors. Throw away your gambling bones. Oh, take those sips, take those skips, dance around your bones. No things considered here on the Humble Farmer radio program. And fooey fooey, I just got a phone call saying something about my winning. Listen to this. They said I had won two free tickets to a cruise in the Caribbean. Because, you know, you can catch all kinds of diseases on those boats, but I was willing to take a chance. Now, I wouldn't want to go on a cruise to the Caribbean. I've thought about this. I'm kind of torn. Here's the negative side. I wouldn't want to go on a cruise to the Caribbean because when I got there, I wouldn't know how to spell it when I sent postcards to my friends to tell them that I was there because there's no spell checker on postcards, you know. And i I got to confess this to you. I don't even know how to say it. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean? Is it Caribbean or is it Caribbean? The voice on this recording I got sounded sincere. Oh, it was a sincere voice. So I knew it could not be a scam. Now, thinking that winning a trip would be a fun thing to talk about on the show and play it for you, I grabbed for my camera that I record things with, and I started to record the phone call just as... The recording, uh, the woman on the recording said, please say yes or no. I was so excited. I said, oh, yes. Now, the thing thought my oh was no. Said it would never bother me again and hung up. Well, I figure you win some, you lose some. And if I knew how to spell Caribbean, I'd, I'd really feel badly about this.
Bix, Bix, Bix here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. You know, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. We're right here on your favorite radio station. Mark it down. Make a note of where it is somehow. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Isn't it interesting that in the scheme of things, human beings are right up there at the top of the phylogenetic tree? If you've ever looked at it, you know we're right there between fungi and slime molds.
Guyana, Avalon. I did a show for a guy one time. His mother's name was Avalon. I told him I'd play Avalon for him, and I did. That was that was a year or two ago. When I heard, oh, we got another ten minutes here. Thank you for hanging in here with me. When I heard my friend, the artist Wilder Oaks make a snide comment about the golden years, I got to thinking that I am 80 years old, and within the past six months, I've had operations on my stomach and my heart, and I'm lame in my left knee. Hang in there. Because I've been on this planet for 80 years, I think I know what I'm talking about when I tell you that the the bottom line, no matter how old you are, the bottom line is happiness. I don't think I've ever been any happier or content than I am right this minute, talking to you right here. Now, of course, I admit it, that might change next week when I step out of the house into a 46-degree main coast drizzle. But today, even without having done my coffee drugs this morning, I feel very good, very chipper indeed. And it is what is going on in your mind rather than what you have remaining for a body that is the most important thing every instant of your life. On my 21st birthday, I remember standing, I remember this so well, on my 21st twenty-first birthday, I remember standing on a street corner in Baltimore in my little sailor suit, not knowing what to do with myself. The ship was in dry dock at Curtis Bay. I was lonesome. I was unhappy. My 40th birthday, 19 years later, my 40th birthday was even worse. I drove all the way down to my cousin Jackie's down near Boston in an attempt to get away from myself. I was lonesome. I was miserable. I even have a picture taken of me that day on my 40th birthday. And I want you to know, listen to this. I would not go back to those miserable days of being 21 or 40 again, unless, here's the catch, of course, unless I could take with me intact the gray matter that is presently between my ears. Because no matter how old you are or where you are, if you are happy, You are smack dab in the middle of your golden years and life is a lark. I want you to know it don't get no better than this. Thank you. 
I've got time enough to uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here with me today. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from me. You know, from time to time I say something that I hope might help you. And because this is one of those times, I hope you will listen carefully. You know this. For many years I was a humorous after-dinner speaker, and in that capacity I attended association meetings all over the United States. When I was at an association meeting, I sat in on their seminars and I learned a little bit about their work and the financial aspects of their businesses. So, if you are a young person who is still undecided as to a career and you want to do very well, you might want to make a note of this. There is more money to be made in burying dead people than there is in healing sick animals.